There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have you ever watched an international version of a reality show? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. Uh, have you ever watched an international version of a reality show? Why are we asking? We're asking that question because yesterday I learned about the great Canadian baking show, a knockoff, uh, and I don't use that term pejoratively, a um, uh, knockoff of the great British baking show. We've got our own version here in the U.S., but it's only during the holidays, and in fact, we should be due for like the great American cookie holiday throwdown or whatever they're deciding to call it this year. That's, you know, it's interesting because I, when, when you first brought this, I thought to myself, well, yeah, we had a version of the great British baking experience in America. Yeah, but again, it was just, it's like a, a small like a, little a, special, a tiny version, and it's only like holiday themed, which is really frustrating. And it's gone back and forth because of some like weird casting uh, drama that went on. Uh-huh. And it had like Nia, uh, Nia Vardalos, you remember her and her mm-hmm. husband? And then like they're not together anymore. And then there was this like, um, like, uh, chef guy who ended up sexually harassing people. I do remember that. So like Ooh, that was awkward. So it, it it's been a hot mess in the United States. Anyway, so when I read can't this have nice things. When I read this um story about the great Canadian baking show, which by the way has Dan Levy from Bleeps Creek. Thank you. But what's also amazing about that is that everybody else looks like a knockoff of Bleeps Creek on the Okay, panel? that's so funny that you said that because I saw a picture of a, the four of them standing there, and, and you I thought, thought it was the cast. Well, first, but but I also was a little bit like, is this a Saturday Night Live sketch? What am I because looking it at? looks because you have Dan Levy, and then you've got a woman with blonde hair who looks like um, Catherine O'Hara, Catherine O'Hara, and Rose, and um, his dad. The guy, like, there's a guy looks that like looks Eugene like Levy. Eugene Levy, mm-hmm. and then the lady. What's her he name? Looks like Alexis. Yeah. So um, I don't know if that was intentional. I'm assuming maybe on some level, know. but they were that that was the the panel for the first season. Um, there are, I think, two seasons that are available anyway, and you can watch them on um, I think it's the CBC, but you can watch it online for free. So I'm planning on doing that. That got me on the on the train of thinking like, yeah, I forget if there's a show you like. Chances are Germany and Uzbekistan have a version and it might be available on Netflix or somewhere else. I always say this because my daughter and I love nailed it, Mm -hmm. like love nailed it. Yeah. 
And when we got through all of the American Nailed It seasons, I was looking on Netflix, and they have Mexico, they have France. Kind of like RuPaul's Drag Race does this. Yeah, and I was like, oh my gosh, we can keep watching. It was so exciting. You know, a little bit of the flavor is gone because you don't have the hosts that you're familiar with. But if you love the show for what it does, it is still fun. Absolutely. 651-641-1071. Have you ever watched an international version of a reality show? Who do we have on the line, Holly? We have Megan. Hello to Megan. Megan, what international version of a reality show have you watched? Colleen, you kind of stole my answer. Sorry. So, but no, it's okay. That's okay. Because I, I still have opinions. Oh, so. good. I love that. <laughs> um, no, but I've watched the Mexico Nailed It. Um, and, and I mean, it was the same hot baking mess and stuff like yes. that. But it was a little hard because like the subtitle or the translation, the voiceovers, mm-hmm. you could tell like the, the, the p- participants had this whole big long thing going on. And the translations were like, yes. No. Yes. And I've lived abroad, so I, I can, I'm pretty good at picking up on stuff. So it, it made me chuckle. Oh, that's, that's so hilarious. But no, it it's does it does scratch the itch, though. Like, if what you love is seeing the result well, that is a hot baking mess, to your to your point, Megan, yeah. like, it still is good, right? Yeah, oh, absolutely. So it's, it's just fun. It, so. it scratches the itch. Thank you for your Thanks, call. Thanks, Megan. I was going to say that reminds me of... Um, Iron Chef, which, yeah. the, you know, the original in Japan. And then, of course, there was like a dubbed version. But then there are American versions like out the wazoo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who else do we have on the line over there, Halls? Uh, nobody. Fine. Oh, yeah. how dare you? Yeah. I could go for days. To nobody. Big Brother, yeah. Celebrity Big Brother, mm-hmm. um, yeah. like the British version of Big Brother. Because they don't do it. I mean, their version of Big Brother is Celebrity, is celebrity Big Brother. Have you guys yeah. ever watched I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of yes. Here from no. the UK? No, but I've watched the one that we did here. Um, but the UK one, I mean, that's big there. Yeah. Right? Have you watched it, Holly? No, that's why oh. I was curious. Because There's I, Love Island, right? Isn't that like a like, multi-country yeah. experience? Yes, because the people who are on Love Island in the UK are big-time celebrities. Yeah. Um, Jersey Shore, Jordy Shore. Yep. So there. Is, so that's the other thing is like sometimes the takeoff of an American reality show has a different name somewhere else. Yeah. Like Jordy I mean, Shore. Usually, let's be clear. Usually, not in the case yeah. of Jordy Shore, but it's usually, usually it's the other we're way around. Off yeah. Somebody else. We're the knockoff, and we're a subpar right. experience. Right. There are a few examples which actually I don't know that that's the case because some of the biggest reality shows in the United States may have actually usurped the original because i think shows like correct me if i'm wrong survivor didn't originate here no i don't think you did you're right no or the voice that's from the netherlands well and big brother is from germany yeah. uh they started that yeah we love to not uh, the masked masked singer is from korea i believe yeah we love to take yeah. other people's uh, ideas. I mean, Survivors from Sweden, and it was called Expedition Robinson, like the Swiss family oh, that's Robinson. Funny. That's yeah. interesting. We have Blair on the line. Okay. Hello, Blair. Blair, have you ever watched an international version of a reality show, Blair? Yeah, I watched The Only Way is Essex on Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. So it's like a knockoff of the Jersey Shore, and it's... Fabulous. I feel like we started that one. I mean, we didn't, we didn't start, start it. it. <laughs> yeah, but but I like, I mean. feel like we started to watch that one. Thank you for your call, Blair. Do you, you remember why we started that one? Because we were obsessed with uh, the Jersey Shore? Nope. Why? Because we had Roku's. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, we were obsessed with Jersey Shore. Yeah. I'm sure that had part to do with it, but it's it was one of the things available on like Roku. the Roku box. This yeah. was like going way back before we had like legit streaming services. And um, I think it had like the first few seasons of, yeah. of uh, The Only Way is Essex, which was easy to become obsessed with. That was around the time we were watching all the Mob Wives shows. Oh, my gosh. See, that's the other thing is... Reality shows have changed a lot yeah. since those days, mm-hmm. like eight years ago. But honestly, it's it, they're just they're very different now. And at that time, there was we kind of loved like the cheapness of them and like the low budget, low rent. Like we were just interested in the characters. Yeah. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, Bradley has brought me a resolution to the Phil Collins drama, and he's going to give me all the dirty details on Dirty Phil Collins after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. Well, it turns out Phil Collins uh, is getting things straightened out in his weird home life. And Bradley, you've got the news on it. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Bradley, get everybody up to speed on what the story is with Phil Collins. Well, he's stinky. Okay. And it really hurt you. Because I just I can't Orianne Seedy. Um, skeezy, sleazy. We'll get to her in just a moment. Um, is CB, and that's not my characterization, by the way. That's the tabloid characterization of mm, this woman. Yes. Who, um, you know, she has made some pretty outrageous claims against your the love of your life, musically, Phil Collins, mm-hmm. saying that he was off his rocker and stank like a dirty sock, person. Sock. Just say sock. I would say diaper. Okay, that's rude, but whatever. But anyway, so... <laughs> Are you saying there's something in the air tonight? Tonight, Yeah. Do you want to just get it out of your system? Cause no, because it just it it happens naturally. It's a thing. Is that what? a song? No, it's I'm just thing. telling you it happens naturally. Okay. Go on. So uh, back to Orianne CB. She has made a bunch of outrageous claims, but the good news for you, Colleen, and the reason I brought you the story is that her uh, scandalous claims against Phil Collins will no longer be allowed to um, have any say in the court of law that's determining what their future as an ex-couple will be. Okay, so what, what changed? Um, well, apparently lawyers uh, and a judge ultimately decided, but thanks, They all smelled Phil Collins and yeah, they were like, they were like he's Ooh. fine. <laughs> no, um, so they're, of course, having a lawsuit over his uh, the Miami estate, which she is essentially squatting in. A judge ruled on Wednesday that those claims cannot be a part of the ongoing lawsuit. In fact, um, according to the attorney who, uh, for Phil Collins, said these outrageous statements that I'm not even going to repeat included, as I said, impotence, poor hygiene, mental incompetence. Oh my gosh, she really went all in. And uh, he said that, or the judge ruled that those will be stricken with prejudice. And um, that means that they can't be used in... um, in their court battle. Okay, I'm grateful for that because uh, I thought that was kind of ridiculous anyway, but I am still curious. So th- it's not like anything was resolved in the sense that she's still squatting in the mansion. Yeah, they, uh, which she <laughs> says, <laughs> not say she's squatting in his mansion. She claims that he once promised her 50% 
of that $40 million estate of his, of which the home is a part, and he's trying to sell this estate. Um, and she's like, yeah, uh, fat chance, Grandpa. That's not happening because you promised me half, and until you make sure I get half, I'm not leaving. So, And you'll remember their relationship has sort of been a roller coaster because um, I don't remember when they first got divorced, but then they got back together again, right. and then they, they split again in July, after she had sent him a text message, um, and then she took admitting up with that to Vegas, an affair that Vegas stripper, mm-hmm. and he's, well, that was before, but yeah, and he's squatting in the house with her, and then she's squatting se- together. Well, she secretly wed her the husband. Stripper. No, it, the stripper's not the husband. That was oh, a separate really? dude. Why did I think she married the stripper? Yeah, no, she is a hot to the mess. I just, you know, it makes me. I don't. Somebody needs to sit Phil Collins down and talk to him. <laughs> well, that's about why I his think choicing skills. The diaper smelling could be valid. Mm, okay, take me the down hoarding, that walk. Because it seems like anyone who's like not capable of realizing this woman is a hot to the mess maybe okay. has some skills that would be totally. Um, exacerbated by like hoarding like shopping bags in a closet. Okay, so, here's here's where ahead. I go back to uh-huh. with Phil Collins uh-huh. is remember that he has the very eccentric and specific collection <laughs> of the world's largest collection of Alamo artifacts. Now yeah. to cultivate that very specific hobby of a of a moment in history that speaks to mm, madness no <laughs> just hoarding uh, tendencies yeah just i think you're making my argument for me but, but I'm thank go you to, i'm gonna go back to what bradley said earlier which is that when you have a mansion the hoarding isn't as a parent right like he's not at cat he's not at flat cat level uh hoarding he's at he still has rooms for all of that junk so I don't know. I'm just going to take, I just am going to, I I also, because I am on Team Phil Collins, want to remind you, he has some significant back issues and has had a lot of medical attention for them. So moving around is pretty difficult for him. Ergo, it's hard to wash himself. He may have some difficulty, you know, getting rid of things. And he also may have some difficulty with the... Yeah, but he went back to this himself. woman after they clearly... He realized what was going on. He he went back for more, and she was able to secretly marry a dude. Yeah. Something... Like, I'm just saying... I'm not saying he's the, like, worst person in the world. I'm just saying that, like, like, like draws like. Or like attracts like. Right? Yeah. That's what I have a hard time with. Because I kind of feel like he he probably he probably had friends who were like Phil, Phil, Phil. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, or they were bro. probably more like, Phew. Hey, Phew. <laughs> like Sting called him up. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, Phew. <laughs> What's going on? Hi, Sting. Still wearing those yellow and black sweaters. <laughs> okay. That's why they call him Sting. I'm really appreciating the role play that you guys are doing. Um, yeah, I mean, I if I'm being perfectly honest, I hate also he's I got children. How are they not taking care of their father? I hate this story because I don't like what has become of Phil Collins. I'm sad. It really for him. is sad. Mm, it's yeah. super sad. Yeah. I would be very sad if I were you. Thank you. Um, thank you for. Thank you for your thoughts uh, during this difficult time for me. No, but honestly, like, that's why I don't like the stories because it makes me sad for Phil Collins. But at the same time, because I'm a human being, I do want to see the TV movie of this. Right? Like, I want the. I want. Oh, for sure. I actually want the story from his kids. Like, I don't want her version and I don't want his version. I want, no, not even his kids. I want some, like, impartial third party who really knows what's going on to write this uh, as a TV movie. And I want to watch the hell out of it. I would prefer that it's, like, a cable network version. Cool. Preferably Lifetime. Because then, because I want somebody who looks like a dollar store Mm -hmm. version of Phil Collins And Orianne Seavey. Here's what I actually want. Okay. Since we're on this track. Do you remember when the Joey Buttafuoco thing happened? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was there. Okay. You were there? I mean, I was alive. (laughs) Yeah. We all were, you know, we, and we were paying attention at the time. And there was a, there was a period of time for about six months where every network did some sort of TV the Joey Buttafuoco story. Exactly. Like one of them had Alyssa Milano in it. I'm pretty Didn't sure we one have had... him on our show. Yes, we did. Thank you. What? Yes. We had we Joey Buttafuoco on our show. Yeah. Toss yes. the lead out of the car window. <laughs> Sorry, there it was. Yeah, we, we've talked to him. He you weren't lovely. with us, Holly, no, when I, you did that? No, I was okay. not. That was uh, before was, my time. He was lovely. He wrote a book, Joey. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how to spell that without swearing. Uh... Anyway, nice. but so while you're Googling that, there was a period of time where like there were like three or four different TV movies about that story. Um, and they had like different middling actresses playing the role of Amy Fisher. And it was awesome. I want that with this Phil Collins story. I want like the Lifetime version. I want like the ABC version. Yeah. And then I want like the HBO Max version. Okay. And that so one's going to be like, yeah. I don't know that I really need to watch three Phil no, Collins shows. No, you don't have shows. to. I'll watch them for you. Okay. They're not happening. When That's, we come yeah. back on the Colleen and Bradley show, celebrities behaving badly. We call them d We're going to tell you about them when we come back on my talk of 1071. Celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. We have a name for these celebrities behaving badly, and that name is Bags of D D Bag. 
Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Douchebag of the Day today. His name is Jorge Clooney. Jorge? George Clooney. Oh, George. I thought this is a person I don't know. What's going on with George? Floby okay, Master. Okay, I know. The Floby Master. So the, the Floby has actually nothing to do with why he's my D-bag today. I actually watched Sunday morning and I did not see it this past Sunday morning. You're talking morning. about CBS, not the day. Right. Thank you. <laughs> CBS Sunday morning. I watched that show uh, because I'm 92 now. Yeah. Uh, so Good. my day, my Sundays Welcome. begin with <laughs> CBS Sunday morning and end with 60 minutes. I was there when Jane Polly actually had a career. <laughs> so um, on CBS Sunday morning, they interviewed George Clooney this past Sunday. Again, I did not see it, but had I seen it, I probably would have been rolling my eyes a little bit earlier than I am now because People Magazine wrote about his interview on CBS Sunday Morning and specifically zeroed in on the conversation they had about his wife, Amal Clooney, and her pregnancy with their twins, Ella and Alexander, who are now three. And George Clooney, doing what George Clooney does and probably thinking he was being hysterically funny, you know, because he likes to joke. He's a jokester. Yeah. <laughs> He said uh, at the ultrasound appointment, the doctor said, you got a baby boy. And I was like, a baby boy, that's fantastic. And then they go, and you got another one there. And then he says, I was up for one. I'm like, I'm old. All of a sudden it's two. I literally, it's hard to get me not to not talk. I just stood there for like 10 minutes, just staring at this piece of paper going, what, two? And I'm like, I get it. Like when you hear that story, it delivers on the story that people want to hear, right? Like, OMG, we found out we were having two babies and we were like, how are we going to do Double the this? trouble. Right? Like th- that's the story that everybody wants to I hear. I slapped my forehead and then right. I fainted. And trust me, we all have a story like that, right? Like when you find out you're having twins and you're not expecting twins. Spoiler alert, Colleen has twins. Yeah. So, and like, so yes, I do. I have that story where it's like, OMG, because it's a little shocking. Like you're like, that's not what I was expecting when you were looking in there. I thought you were just going to tell me there was one and two OMG, right? And there is like this moment. But in the telling of it, you got to be really careful, especially when you're George Clooney and those kids are going to Google this at some point to hear that basically like he's he's seriously is like, I just wanted one. OK, well, that, that doesn't feel good to that second twin to see. I just thought it was a yeah. the way he mm-hmm. tells the story. Also, be sensitive. I yeah, would and like then to, the crisis of well, which twin did he want versus which, which twin yeah, exactly. Didn't he want yeah. I? Exactly. You got to be really careful with that. Um, and then he says, uh, he's, then he tells this story. And this is like another story where I'm like, George, s- seriously, think this all the way through. Um, he's talking about how they decided to have children, he and Amal. Mm-hmm. And he said um, that meeting Amal changed everything for him. And he said, there's no question that having Amal in my life changed everything for me. It was the first time that everything that she did and everything about her was infinitely more important than anything about me. And then we had these two knuckleheads. He said of his children. The knuckleheads. He called his kids knuckleheads. We had these two knuckleheads. And he said, it's very fulfilling and something I wasn't all, didn't see coming. And he said that they never had talked about having kids. And then just one day they said, what do you think? And then apparently, poof, they got pregnant with twins. Would you look at that? Mm. Um, And then he says, uh, and this is, this is where I really like, so all of those things were like minor infractions. This is the one that sent me all the way. Okay. 
he's talking about their quarantine during the coronavirus pandemic. And, you know, we all have that's relatable, right? We're all at home together. Like we all have stories about that, too. Quote, he says, it's been a while since I did 15 loads of laundry in a day and mopped floors and all these doors over here. I stained. I always say I felt like my mother in 1964 because she had two kids and no help. What? Anyone? Want to take a whack at that? That she had no help raising her children? Well, I'm sure that's the case, that his what his mother had no help raising his uh, children. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Anybody? George Clooney? You doing that all by yourself? Also, 15 loads of laundry in a day. I don't I doubt it. I doubt it. Well, here's that brings up the the point that I had rolling around in the back of my head. You have to remember with George Clooney, we just talked about him this week. Why? Because he flobies his hair. Which is a lie. Yeah. So it wouldn't surprise me yeah. if the other stories coming out of his head it's are so also bizarre. a lie. Like they, I just... In the mortal words of one great listener, it's so obelisk. Exactly. I do. I think about that. I'm like this. We are all being trolled by George Clooney. Yeah. I mean, uh, yes. And uh, we are being trolled by, well, a particular type of celebrity in this case. And that's old celebrity. George Clooney is still old celebrity. He is still pushing out cookie cutter Mm -hmm. celebrity stories and responses. I mean, perfect, actually, for CBS Sunday Morning, because like um, the people watching are the people that actually are familiar with that territory, which is like People magazine cover of George Clooney, like how I try to stay grounded during this difficult time. Mm -hmm. Like what? How am I relating to you? Staying grounded in a this you have nothing in common with me, and despite mm-hmm. protestations to the contrary, I have eyeballs. Which thank you, I have had nothing better to do for the last six to nine months than focus my eyeballs clearly on the world as it is, because mm-hmm. I've had a lot of time to spend thinking about things. So for a certain group of people who just aren't going to think that deeply, they're like, "Oh, that George Clooney is just so relatable." I mean. Mm-hmm. I bet he just it threw him for a loop to have them two kids. Oh boy! Oh, it's got to uh, be such hard work. Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah, he's got he's staff. Funny. He's got staff. Also fascinating that during this whole press tour, because that's what George Clooney is doing. Yep. Let us let us not forget that he has a new movie out. Right. That he has been leaning into this family narrative in a way that I would argue he never really has done. With, with the kids, there is nothing be, like, traditional family about George Clooney. No, what are the things you know about George Clooney? He is he was like completely against getting married for like 112 years. Yep. Then he met Amal and got married. And who is Amal? She's uh, his wife, an attorney. <laughs> yeah, but she's not your traditional. And I'm not saying this, Colleen's <laughs> laughing at my own joke. <laughs> Um, she is not your traditional idea of mother. And I'm not saying that that is the right idea or that it's a preferable idea. I'm saying don't like, don't pee on my leg and tell me it's raining. Don't act like you're just like, uh, Walt, uh, Walt and June, or is it Walt Cleaver? June and Walt. June and Cleaver. No, she's an international and human rights attorney who won at one point. And they live, and they live where? In Lake Cuomo. Yes. Yeah. And that has nothing Not to... Not Como Lake in St. Thank Paul. you. Oh, I'd be in like, In Italy. Hey. Yeah. Like, she is hobnobbing with Boutros Boutros Gali's friends. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. Boutros Boutros yeah. Gali, because he's dead. 
I think. You know, again, apparently, I think, so. I think yeah. about this a lot, actually, because you've said this. <laughs> Boutros, Boutros, no, Kelly. that's not it. No, I think about this a lot because you say this all the time, and I used to be like, Bradley, no, but now I'm like, yes. Everyone will let you down. Well, that, but, oh. but that wasn't it. <laughs> not that gem of wisdom, this gem of wisdom. If you're going to be a rich-ass celebrity, act like a rich-ass celebrity. Don't it's try true. to be all rich and it's pretend true. like you understand what my life looks like because you don't. Yeah. Don't try to be relatable. Just be rich. Mm-hmm. And, but here's, here's the fatal problem. It's a, it's a dance, and that dance has two partners. And so, like when I had to um, dance with some unfortunate women in college my freshman year... <laughs> Because yeah. I took ballroom dance uh-huh. as an elective class, and those poor women oh had gosh, to have me leading them on the dance floor. To watch that, it takes two, and so half of the problem is George Clooney. The other half is Jane Pauley's friends, who like throw softballs, right, and cookie cutter crap questions, and let at him George do Clooney his like his like side smirk Playboy answers, yeah. 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 It's not George Clooney's fault. It's the game's fault. It's everyone's He's fault. He's just playing the game. Yeah. It's literally everyone on planet Earth's fault. Yeah. yeah. Who's your D-bag? Thank you for asking. You're Jennifer welcome. Lopez. And I've been waiting since yesterday afternoon to share this story oh, with I'm so you. I'm sorry you had to wait so long. I know. Really. Well, you will be too when I tell you that Jennifer Lopez says she's never gotten Botox. Quote, wait for it. I'm not that person. I'm real, she said. Oh, my! you know what? I, I, no, she better sleep with one eye open because... Or is that a song, the, Holly? All the people... I'm real is, and she stole it. Mm, that's okay. true. That's another story. That's when another, you... Well, and her voice, that's oh, another story. Myself and all of my fellow friends who are uh, enthusiastic Botox getters... She better sleep Ain't with no one Ain't no shame in open. that Botox Thank game. You. Just you. find someone who can make you look your best. But yes. ahead of the I'm launch, not that person. No. Ahead of the launch of her J-Lo booty, beauty skincare. Booty. It should be booties. <laughs> um, well, she got a nice booty. I, I wouldn't, know. you know, she could sell that. Um, she, well, she has been. Apparent, I mean, I figuratively, not literally. I'm not implying she is uh, yeah, a lady of the evening. Anyway, she is about to launch her J-Lo beauty beauty skincare line quote i have never i haven't ever had that's an interesting phrasing i haven't ever had botox to this day she said i'm not that person i don't have anything against people yeah, doing no, that no, don't it's even just say not that, my thing oh, God. Oh. i'm more about a oh. natural approach oh. to skincare ah. but i want my products to work i want the hyaluronic acid in there I want the things that are going to help because I don't want to have people. I don't want to have to go to the needles at some point. Oh, I'm I not cannot. saying I won't, but I haven't yet. No, somebody Lies. needs somebody needs to Look educate. Somebody needs to educate her on what the needles do because she's. Oh, I can't. I can't. Uh Stop lying about also, it. Also, even li- if lying. that were true, look, here's the sick truth about the world. There are beautiful people out there, and most of us are trolls. If you are one of the four people mm-hmm. that it has been deemed beautiful by the powers that be, yes, shut, shut your mouth, your damn 
mouth. So the rest of us ugly trolls can move about and act like one day we can look as good as you. We don't. We won't. But low lighting and Botox are our friends. (laughs) And we will keep them. And if you are one of those people that has been gifted with that beauty, just like all you ever have to say is like, I know I'm lucky. And then just leave it. Like, shut your mouth. Don't have opinions about what the troll people do because we're just doing our best. It's kind of like that. We're just trying to get you just said about about act like a damn celebrity already. Yes. Just just we know you're beautiful. Don't tell me how hard it is to be beautiful. Or don't tell me how hard it is to be beautiful, much less tell me how hard it is to work to be beautiful. Like, just just own the stuff. Yes. Uh, oh. And then don't try to lie to me so that you can sell me your bo- your booty products. And by the way, no, girl, you're not that person. What does that mean? It's so rude. It's that, such a judgment. That's saying that the rest oh, of us that are that person. But I'm fine being what? that person. I'm fine being that person I because you, you, you don't want to see what this is all going to look like if I'm not that person. Okay? Mm-hmm. Like, we have a hard enough time as it is. Look. J-Lo. I mean, I'm just grateful I have a full set in my mouth. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I kind of broke a sweat when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. Oh, but we're not done. We have not completed our tour de (laughs) D-bag. The tour de deuce. (laughs) We will continue it when we come back with the D-bag double down on My Talk 107.1. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello. And uh, sometimes we have a lot of D bags, some extra D bag, in fact. And so uh, we have to add a whole other segment. We call it the D bag double down. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. to the poo. No, it's not poo. Oh, I was being British. <laughs> Poo-poo. Um, I got real British up in there because uh, our D-bag double down today is none other than a royal lady herself, the Duchess of York, Sarah Ferguson, Sarah Ferguson, or as we have called her on this show, Sarah Turd Ferguson, <laughs> because she's a a been, she's been a big flaming turd lately, um, but she actually did it for a great cause. <laughs> And um, I don't want to take she that away. Turn for a great cause. I don't well, kind of, but I don't want to. I don't want to shame her for being a good person, but I want to shame her for being a bad person, an out of tune, t- a tune, out of tune, good person. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's what I'm saying. So she has transformed her home, which, by the way, we'll get to that in a minute because I don't think we've sat with this very long. Sarah Ferguson transformed her home into a Christmas grotto, which I think is just like a Christmas area. Okay. Little homely home area. Mm -hmm. Uh, Her home at the Royal Lodge in Windsor for Christmas. The Duchess of York has since shared a video inside, giving a fan's look at the decorations. Now, do we have time to play uh, a little bit of uh, Sarah Ferguson inside her Christmas grotto? Yes, is this the video where she's wearing a festive hat? She's wearing an elf hat. hat right yeah and she's surrounded by Christmassy stuff and this is all for charity which is a great thing let's have a listen it's so exciting elf news is bringing you santa so for girls and boys and everybody children out there in hospices hospitals and who are really struggling 
do not worry, you will be able to talk to Santa. You can go on Elf News and get a sneak peek with Santa. And if you've been good, he will have a little word with you, which is so exciting. So don't give up, stay tuned and go on Elf News and a sneak peek to Santa. Has she so, been drinking? I was just going to say, can we sample what she's because there are a couple of things in there. Like, when she, if you've been good, but you can have a word with Santa, but if you've been bad, yeah, all you no children you. in hospitals and hospices, what? Yeah, so she's doing this all for charity, which again, I want to congratulate her for um, that she has a YouTube series, Storytime with Fergie and Friends, which we have uh, talked about in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, but that she is uh, doing this with children's hospitals and hospices. Elf News is going to be donating a percentage of their profits to Sarah's Trust, which is a pr- particularly one of her causes, a mental health charity. Um, and so it's all for a great cause. Don't get yeah. me wrong. But the thing that I just find so hilarious about Sarah Ferguson, that she's in the Royal Lodge in Windsor. Mm-hmm. That is a home that she and... The Duke of York, her ex-husband... Prince Andrew. Prince Andrew live in. Randy Andy. Randy Andy. Prince Nasty, as we like to call him. Who has been accused of sexually assaulting a 17-year-old girl, mm-hmm. right? Wasn't she? Wasn't Virginia Roberts 17? 17, yeah, at the time. Um, yeah. Prince Andrew has yet to talk to authorities. Mm-hmm. Sarah Ferguson... Like, they are together, but not together, but allowed to, like, live in the same, like, you know, the Queen Mother has gifted them this wonderful place. I think the the Lodge in Windsor is where the Queen Mother was actually living before she passed away. Um, it's huge, by the way. Yeah. I mean, it's not like a lodge, like, oh, right. look at this cute little Like cabin. what we think of it. No, it's a mansion. Yeah. Um, and it's just her tone deafness. That's the thing yeah. that I just wanted to needle her about, because I'm like... While you're over here doing wonderful things, which, of course, you should be doing those things. But, hi. Well, and again. uh, There are a bunch of people who would like to talk to your ex-husband who you share a home with. But thank you for dancing around in an elf hat in front of your camera. (laughs) Hello, hello, children. And here's the other piece that, to me, is super tone deaf, is her husband is accused of having sex with a child. And she's busy Children. With the children, I just I'm like it's a weird op- it's knock, weird knock optically right it's so strange and I just don't quite know what to do with it and I you're yeah the the, the uh, are you okay Prince Andrew did not go well he was not available to be uh, photographed for his child's wedding yeah right mm-hmm. like I think he went. Or right. did he not go? I don't no, remember. I think went. he went. He just was not in any of the photos. Right. Like at the point that the father of the bride is not allowed to be in any photos. Like they're trying to erase him from the world. Yeah. Meanwhile, hi, she's over here doing like dancing around in her elf hat. Yeah. And like, reading stories. Albeit for a very worthy cause. But there are lots of worthy causes out there. That you don't need to put on an elf hat for. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, and it might be this might have been the time to to take you know take a step back and go. All right, so what cause should I really be putting my energy toward? That how about might not picking up the phone or walking down the hall, and and like defending you know the victims of uh, sexual assault, aka Virginia Roberts. Oh, by the way, your husband. I feel like that would be an odd. Like that would be. 
I would. Also, she should do that, but I think we'd be like, oh, okay, that's a little hollow because. <laughs> yeah, that's not happening. Yeah. But also, can we just talk about the fact that she and Prince Andrew, uh, do we know why they live together? Because they're buddies. Yeah, apparently they're like super buddies. Mm-hmm. But, I think they had a weird, kinky marriage. Well, I mean, clearly. Right? They're Meaning. divorced and they're allowed to live in the Royal Lodge. Yeah. It's bizarre. Now, he apparently lives in a separate property on the property or on the grounds, rather. Yeah, but you know that they're hanging out because they're the pr- besties. The property is a grade two listed residence and features a total of 20 rooms. What does that mean? Grade two? Listed? I don't know. There's probably. Well, I mean, it's it's Britain. So there's presumably a hierarchy of properties in the royal uh portfolio i'm just saying i wouldn't be upset if that's where i was having to put up i mean it's big and gorgeous and they have a staff yeah it's so weird so weird the british royal family you know everybody talks about how dramatic the the crown is like the reality is just as dramatic oh for sure But let's also just remember, because apparently we need to be reminded, the crown is fiction. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what is the strange thing that your family does on the holidays? Whatever it is, 651-641-1071. What is the strange thing that your family does on the holidays? We'll take your calls after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. 